Okay, we are on day number 139. Yes, 139 of 180-day growth plan. And today, uh, what we are facing is the fulfillment of end-time prophecy beyond what many of us have even imagined. Most believers are looking for prosperity, yes, and only want to attend church meetings that meet their felt needs. And again, prosperity and felt needs are important, don't get me wrong, but they are not the primary focus of the gospel, right? And our lives are not designed to make that the primary focus of our lives, just prosperity and what we feel we need. I want to be sensitive here with what I'm saying because in the Christian community, I, I find it so easy to talk about what I see others doing and not about what I am doing wrong. Uh, so often you will hear us say as pastors, I'm preaching something and nobody else is preaching this. Well, we, we don't know everybody who's preaching, right? I like to say, and you heard me say it, most of us have never even visually seen 1% of the population on earth. So how could we even imagine to know what everybody else is preaching and doing? Uh, God, with um, Elijah, was it, made it very clear. He has 7,000 who have never bowed their knees unto Baal, right? So Elijah thinking he was the only one doing it. God said, man, I got 7,000 that's getting it, getting it done, you know? So... I want to be very clear here. When I talk about that, um, I'm not here just to say what I am seeing that is off. I'm here to share some of the things that are off with the awareness that there are things in me as well that must change. Okay? See, there were times in Jesus' ministry where it was easy and comfortable for people to seek to hang out with him, right? The Bible talks about the multitudes heard him gladly. Then there were those times when his message was so direct and so confrontive that the crowds could not hang around. The point is Jesus did not center what he was doing based only on the felt needs of the people or based on meeting their financial needs. Now, did he overlook financial needs? No, he had a treasurer, right? He knew and understood the value of money and even paying taxes, that famous story about where he told them, hey, to go get the fish and the money would be in the mouth of the fish and you can pay the taxes. Doom, we, we, we're done with it, right? But what we're mostly seeing today, get this, that is being presented as Christianity is not what we find in the Bible. We are mostly seeing things and practices from the occult that have been baptized into the church and made to appear as if they are part of the living word of God. And, and, and what is a shock to most individuals now and myself included, 
is that as our eyes are becoming more and more open and more and more aware of what's taking place, and we're stepping out of the illusion of what we thought we were living in, we're getting a better understanding of the depth, depth of the perception, how deep the perception has been and how involved we have been in that perception and how far we are away from the word of God. Yeah, we've been focused on what is wrong with the world. Listen to this. And we miss what God sees as being wrong with the church. I know, I know, I know. Don't get upset. Don't get upset because here I go again talking about what's wrong with us and not what's wrong with the world. Man, we know. Man, the world is doing some crazy, crazy, crazy things, right? But Jesus returns for a church that looks like him, acts like him, thinks like him, walks like him, quacks like him, right? If he was a duck, right? That's what's wrong with the church. See, what? rather than looking at what is an abomination and what's going wrong with the world, look at what... What God sees as a, an abomination, right? We talk about treason. We talk about how people have betrayed their country. And we do not look at treason and how people have betrayed Jesus in this age. Jesus is king. Jesus has one kingdom. And he wants all of his subjects to be fully loyal to him at all times. Even to the point where, listen to this, the Bible says, and they love not their lives to the death. Now, this is where we go. We got to go there. We got to go there. We got to go there. Most of the uh, behavior controls that are in place deal with our physical comforts and physical uh, care of our body and survival. The spiritual the spiritual focus is not even on the table. And what is controlling most men and women of God is the physical. And that's why, we're going to stop and pray here now, that's why the power of the mark of the beast is going to be so overwhelming for the majority of people because the majority is only focused on the physical, this life. And we got to get that understanding back in the church that this life that we live in now temp is temporary. We get new bodies. We get new lives. And we, we, we get taken out of here either through death to resurrection or through the through the direct return of Jesus Christ. But this life, as it is, the system as it is set up now, must be destroyed, will be done away with. We got to, as, as men and women of God, we have to live with the understanding that that is what is happening now around us. And as we're seeing the world's system crumble as we as we're seeing them take the gloves off and reveal the demonic agenda 
to control everyone and move them in a direction where compliance is the only thing to their agenda. We're like, oh, wow. Whereas the Bible has been pointing that out all along. Father God, thank you for opening our eyes. It is as startling today when we really see what's going on. It's as startling today as it is, it was in the movie The Matrix when they started waking up and realizing what was going on. Help us, Father, to not only be awake, but to be awake to the right thing, to be awake to you, to surrender to you, to serve you as subjects of the King of kings and Lord of lords. Help us, Jesus, not to approach you just as Savior, God forgive me, but as Lord, my life belong to you. Use my hands. Use my eyes, Lord. Use me. Let my body be dedicated to you. And may I be yours even to the point where I'm not loving my life up to the point of death. If it, if it comes to that, Help me to be so secure in you and my relationship with you that I will stand with you and stay with you even through the point of death. In Jesus' mighty name we're praying. Amen. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord.